Welcome to the Mompreneur Exclusive. I'm your host, Nicole Richardson, and this is where we are dedicated to celebrating and empowering women who balance motherhood and entrepreneurship. Here, we bring you inspiring stories from women who have taken the leap to start their own businesses, overcome challenges, and are in their pursuit of entrepreneurship and motherhood. Join us as we learn more about their journeys, share tips and advice, and discuss the unique experiences of being a mompreneur. So sit back, relax, and get ready to be motivated and encouraged on your own entrepreneurial journey. Let's get started. So today I have my cousin, who is also one of my bestest friends, (laughs) bestest, yes, (laughs) and someone that I grew up closely with and so closely that the neighbors thought that we lived, that I lived with them. (laughs) So today, join me in welcoming Danielle Oglesby. I wish I had like, you know, some the little uh like welcome thing where you know people are screaming in the background yeah Ah, (laughs) right i I know what you're talking about (laughs) yeah so thanks so much for joining me my beautiful cousin and we're just going to have a conversation and you know we talk about it all the time how our stories and our journeys can inspire other people And Mm -hmm. I truly believe that yours also can inspire other people. And Mm -hmm. I know who you are, but go ahead and give us an introduction of who you are and Mm -hmm. what your business is all about. All right. Well, I am Danielle Oglesby. Um, It's very weird hearing people call me Danielle because everybody calls me Danny now, except family and my parents and things like that. But um, I'm a hairstylist. Um, single mom. I have two kids. Um, one is 14 and one is seven. Uh, I would say that my career is like, it's been hair. I didn't want to be a hairstylist, um, but I am. I absolutely love it. I couldn't imagine doing anything else. Um, I'm not in a salon as much. Um, I love it that way. Um, I do a lot of editorial work. Um, I travel, I'm licensed in California as well, so I travel back and forth. Um, I'm with two agencies, so I'm represented by agencies so that I can do hair for people like Target, Remington, Finish Line, things like that. Um, I've actually taken the leap of faith, thanks to you and your motivation and all your help, um, opening up a multicultural silk press salon and blowout bar. Um, called and um we book weddings we do on-site hair we do all of that now until we open up our storefront so right now we're in the process of um i would say crowdfunding and fundraising so we can open up our storefront we are booking weddings and things like that um so i would say i have that going on and then also the whole editorial world thing so Love it. Right. Mm-hmm. Love it. Mm-hmm. Love it. And mm-hmm. when you were talking about like just starting out and you didn't want to do hair at first, it mm-hmm. brought me back to um, when we were younger and you did <laughs> when micros were a thing, right? You did my micros. Oh my God. And it took me like <laughs> two days. We were going to King's Island and I was like, yep. you can't go to sleep. I got to finish your hair. We were up for like 24 hours. Yeah. Nicole was like one of my first guinea pigs. She let me try Try anything on her hair. Um, so yeah, so she's been there through it all. 
through it all. Oh my gosh, it's crazy. (laughs) It is is crazy. So what was that turning point that made you decide like you didn't, you know, you started off not wanting to be a hairstylist, Mm -hmm. but then you're there anyway. So what what made that that transition? Well, I'm going to keep it real with you. Um, I went to cosmetology school in high school. I hated it. Um, my mom was a hairstylist, so I was like, hmm, you know, everybody liked how I did hair. They liked how I did braids, you know, and it was just something about it. I couldn't imagine being in a salon all day and doing hair and my feet hurting and getting my finger burned. And, you know, the clients aren't always nice. So I was like, no. And then I was, I'm always been the type of person uh, that has cared about like civil rights and injustice and things like that. So I was like, you know, I want to be a criminal defense attorney. I used to always say, I'm going to work for Johnny Cocker when I get older. Um, I want to be internship for him. And I went to school for that. And I still love it. You know, I'm like, if I in another world, if I could split myself into two people, I would be a criminal defense attorney just because I believe that, you know, so many innocent people in jail or they get railroaded, especially black people, black men and people of color. So I felt like if I was one of those people that could help them, um, that's what I wanted to do. And um, I got pregnant with my daughter my sophomore year, the end of my sophomore year at Indiana State University. And um I was determined to finish, so I would travel back and forth. I would drive to uh, to drop her off at daycare at 6 a.m., and I would get on 70 West to drive to Terre Haute, Indiana, like an hour and a half away. And I would be back in time to get her out of daycare at 6 p.m. And I was doing that for like a semester or a year. I can't remember, but it was just too hard. You know, I, re- yeah. I would be late picking her up, traffic, I'll be late to class. So I was like, my mom owned the salon. People liked how I did hair. So let me go back to cosmetology school so I can be my own boss so I can go back to school. Um, So I actually had what's called a real job while I was in cosmetology school. Um, I worked 730 to 415. I got out of um, I went to school 515 to 915 every Monday through Thursday and every Saturday, eight to five for two years straight just so I could be my own boss. Um, And when I went that second time, I was like, oh, my, I can't imagine doing nothing else. And I think it was a mix of working for people while I was working towards being independent, uh, being independent and being an entrepreneur. So it was like, so I kind of was like, nope, you know what? I'm going to be, um, I'm going to be self-employed because I'm seeing, I'm going on this path to be self-employed so I can just go be employed for somebody else, you know? Mm -hmm. And then, so I think that the fact that I was, I had, both going on at the same time that helped me determine. And then when I learned that you could do hair for TVs and movie and, and, and things like that, you didn't have to be in a salon all day. I was like, Oh, I could do that. And then once I realized the freedom I had, like I tell people now there's, there's not an, there's no amount of money you could pay me for my freedom. Like, you know, I don't have to ask somebody when I can go to the bathroom. If my kids are sick, I can call off. I can have that time for them. Um, Me and you were talking the other day about the average age that people retire is what, 60, 65. And then for the rest of your life, you really you've missed so much. So, you know, the fact that I can go on field trips with my kids, I can if I'm sick, I can stay home. I don't have to worry about getting a point or losing my job, you know, things Mm -hmm. like that. Um, Or that's the most important part to me as far as entrepreneurship, the freedom 
and the 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 flexibility I have for my kids. That is that's that means everything to me. So if I yeah. wasn't doing hair and being an entrepreneur, I would probably figure out another way to be an entrepreneur simply because of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it was it was written in stone for you. Like, I mm-hmm. first of all, I couldn't. Re- I I remember when you were doing those drives back from Indianapolis mm-hmm. to to um, ISU, and I'm like, girl, how are you doing that? Yeah, and how? I think it was the embarrassment. You know, it, I look at it now. I wasn't. I I wasn't. In, I wanted my daughter, and I loved her, but I, I felt like I owed my parents. You know, people were like, oh, my God, Danielle's going to be this criminal defense attorney and she's going to go to law school. And I think I was doing it. I I wanted it. But as far as me working so hard and feeling like that's what I needed to do and driving back and forth and and only going to cosmetology school because I was wanted to be a lawyer. um, I I was doing it because I was embarrassed if I didn't. Mm -hmm. I mean, even people I mean. It's, it's crazy how even a hairstylist is not looked at like a real job. Like my daughter, you know, people that my daughter know, they they've even said to her, well, she was supposed to be a lawyer when she talks about me being a hairstylist. Those that knew, you know, as if my job is not, you know, it's not enough or it's not, you know, technically a real job. So I think I once I got past that embarrassment and I'm like, you know, I'm not going back to school. I'm not going back to be a lawyer. I love what I do. And it, I think the shame is kind of what made me do those drives and yeah. do that thing. Yeah. 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 And that that can that can get us every time other people's expectations. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not even what we want, but it's just what we think and, you know, mm-hmm. that other people have put on us. And it's, mm-hmm. you know, mostly we love y'all, but it's our family. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. because I'll never forget this. My mom probably doesn't remember, but she said, promise me that you're only going to cosmetology school so you finish. Promise me you'll finish. And I promised her I was going to finish. She may not remember, but I'll never forget that conversation. And I know she meant well because she wanted what was best for me and she thought that that was best for me and that was the better path. And but I, I wasn't doing at that point. I'm not doing it for me anymore. I'm doing mm-hmm. it for somebody else. And so yeah. I wouldn't change anything though. And she's so proud of me now. You know, she brags on me now. So, you know, right. it all worked out yeah, the way it was supposed to. Ready to grow your audience, automate your marketing, and sell your digital products? ConvertKit is the go-to marketing hub for creators that simplifies your marketing by combining powerful automations with an easy-to-use interface. With this marketing hub, you're able to increase your subscribers with beautiful landing pages and sign-up forms that make you stand out as a creator. You also have the tools you need to create lasting connections and market and sell your digital products and subscriptions like a pro with their visual editor and powerful sales funnels. Grow and monetize your audience with ease. Join ConvertKit with my exclusive link and receive a 14-day trial. As a special thanks, you'll also receive a one-hour complimentary business strategy session with me to explore what your needs are to grow your business, review your current marketing strategy, and explore ways to up-level your marketing. Sign up today by visiting www.nicolerrichardson.com forward slash ConvertKit or click the link in the show notes of this episode. Once you signed up, send me an email to receive your free one-hour strategy session.
so what what would you say is like when it comes to you having your own business and doing your own thing now, what is your greatest strength of like being in control or having your Mm -hmm. being in control of your business uh, or the purpose of your life or just whatever? Mm -hmm. What is what is that greatest strength that you feel like you have? Um, I can't, it, it can be a, 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 a blessing and a curse. My daughter calls me OCD when it comes to my work and things like that. Um, I'm a perfectionist and I refuse to fail. Um, control and having control over what happens, what gets put out, what get put, what gets put out, um, how things are done. Um, I think that's my greatest strength. Like I've, being able to take control of your brand, how you want to be portrayed, whether it's on social media, where it's the things you post. Um, I feel like that's my greatest strength. Um, mm-hmm. the, and the fact that I just, I refuse to fail. Like, and not even mm-hmm. just for me, it's, it's, it's you know, if, if I'm not doing it for myself, I'm doing it for my kids. So I want them to have generational wealth. I want them to have things. So, um, I don't want them to have to worry about anything. So I feel like if I'm determined to do something, and I think you know this about me, if I if I say I'm going to do something when it comes to like hair or even a photo shoot or something like that, like I get it done. I might procrastinate, but um, but it's going to get done. It'll get done. <laughs> I would say that's my get done. that's my toxic trait. Procrastination is. Yeah. And um I feel like now one of my greatest strengths is, especially with the Bay and my blowout bar, um, I'm letting go of the need to control everything. I'm asking for help. So I feel like that could be a strength too, asking for help. And because you can't have eyes everywhere as an entrepreneur, you can't um, control everything. So I would say that's a strength that I'm coming into. It's still hard. But I think that's that's becoming one of my greatest strengths, asking for help and allowing people to help me and execute things for me. Yeah. 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 And I, I we talk about that often. And I, uh, mm-hmm. on one of my Facebook lives, I talked about also just asking for support. I think mm-hmm. delegation is is a learned strength. Um, mm-hmm. because, you know, especially as black women, you know, and it's mm-hmm. crazy. We were just talking about this earlier this morning. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. it's, it's like, as, as a black woman, we're taught that, you know, be strong and, you know, you can do it, pray about mm-hmm. it. Um, mm-hmm. and it's, it's about like, you know, us trying to do it all on our own, but asking right. for help and, you know, finding the pieces of where we are strong at and where we are our best selves at. And then mm-hmm. those those other small pieces, um, delegating it out to someone who's stronger in those areas. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So. So, yeah, I, I, I definitely um, agree with you there. And mm-hmm. so with with, you know, having that as your biggest strength, what mm-hmm. would you say is your, like, has been a struggle for you besides procrastination? What has been a struggle for you in, in growing your business? And before you mention that, I want to, <laughs> before, because I know um, when the Bay Bar was started, right, mm-hmm. um, it you had talked about it back in May, just, just last year, over, yeah, May of last year. Mm-hmm. And then it just, came into fruition. So mm-hmm. I don't know if you want to share that, you know, talk about that as a struggle or or, or mm-hmm. something else because it, it hasn't been that long, right? No, <laughs> it hasn't. Um 
And I, I feel like I owe, uh, it, you were all part of that. Um, I remember coming to you and talking about the Bay and I was like, but I'm so scared to talk about it. Like, what if I, like, what if it's just, and then you were like, well, if you don't talk about it, it's just a thought. It's, it's not, so you have to say something. And so I said something and, um, you know, and it popped off, but I would say a struggle for me is uh, believing in myself. Mm. Um, there's so many people that believe in me and be like, even when, when I send you hair pictures, so people don't realize me and Nicole talk all day, every day, like it's not even, <laughs> Right. So she's one of the first people I send pictures to when I get my, my edits back and things like that. And she's like, oh, my God, like you did that. And I'm like, it's just hair. Like, and to me, even all the good things that are going on with the Bay and the people who want to invest and the people who want to be part of it. I'm just like, really? Like, like, so I think a struggle for me is um, believing in myself and mm -hmm. and. Um, realizing that I deserve to be in the places that I've been invited to, um, that I prayed for these moments. I've worked for these moments. I'm not questioning it, questioning it. I guess I can get it out. Um, <laughs> that, and I would say time management is a struggle mm -hmm. for me. Um, I keep saying I'm going to get a schedule together and I don't, and it stresses me out. And I keep saying I'm going to get a schedule together and then I don't. Um, mm -hmm. I would say my last struggle, I have many, is saying no. Um, I, I, I struggle with saying no. I want to be a part of everything. I want to help everybody. I don't want people to be upset with me because I can't participate in something or I can't be there. I can't be attached to that. So those things and those three things I can say are the only things that I can work on. Nobody else can fix those for me. Nobody else can help me with those things. So those are things that I have to work on. Um, I don't think any outside things have have stopped me or um, because I would say the thing, the outside things that have tried to stop me, they haven't, you mm. know, um, being a single mom with two kids, you know, and I'm not supposed to be doing the things that I'm doing. I'm not supposed to have the type of things that I have. I'm not supposed to have the talent I have. I'm not supposed to have the time that I have. And I mean, people ask me all the time, I don't know how you do it. And I just tell them, I don't know either. It just, it's just my life. So um, I'm just determined to not let any outside things. And only the thing I, I realized, the only things that are, that can stop us are us and the mm -hmm. things that we, you can't blame anybody else because there's, even if you get a no from somebody else, there's always another path and another way. If you sit down and try to figure it out for yourself. So yeah, I, I mean, that just, yeah, no, I was just going to say, like, I think that just goes, I was listening, you know, I, I love Joel, right? Yeah. <laughs> I love you Joel. Do, yeah. Okay. So, That's, you know, really he, That's really your <laughs> uncle. That's really your uncle. Right, for real. <laughs> he was just talking about, um, from a sermon, that God doesn't call the qualified. He qualifies the called. 
and mm-hmm. you know believing in ourselves is it, for me it's even hard but I see it so clearly for other people right I'm mm-hmm. like girl yes like mm-hmm. maybe are like you can do that pop-ups do that yeah like, uh-huh. I see it so clearly for other yeah. people but when it's like myself also it's like Mm-hmm. Oh, but it's not it, it hasn't happened yet or it's not mm-hmm. working the way that I thought and you know having that belief is just so important because it's it's everything you know we can't we can't just we we can't have other people believe in it for us because right. like that's not really going to get us anywhere we have they can't to, take the steps believe. for us I mean, no, they, they not, can't. They can only believe in it. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I and I think that's. Um, I think when a lot of people realize that, like, of course, you know, I stress, stress out as entrepreneur, you stress out as things like that. But I think if 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 you believe in yourself more than anybody does, there's no way you can't make something happen. Mm-hmm. I don't care if you're selling. Um, if, if you sell lip gloss, you know, or, or if you decide to go, I'm going out at this high school every day to sell lip gloss. It's all in your presentation. It's all like, yeah. if you believe in yourself, people are going to believe in you. It's all in how you, and people can, can feel it too. Like they yeah. can feel that energy when you don't know and when you're hesitant or you don't. So like working, I, I've learned that working on yourself on the inside and your own confidence and self-love, like that projects into your business. Like, yeah, wholeheartedly, I believe that. Listen, I know what it's like when you're just getting started in your business and you're really unsure of what's missing, where to start, or what to do next. But what you do know is that without a doubt, you're ready to create the life you want that gives you the freedom and the flexibility to do work that you're actually passionate about so that you can financially support yourself and your family. I've created a free resource with you in mind. It's my ultimate online business checklist. In this checklist, you'll find everything that you need to get started, from the foundations of creating your business to business and brand development, and just knowing exactly what tools you actually need so that you can weed out the ones that you don't and begin to establish your virtual assistant, coaching, or consultant business. No need to watch endless hours of YouTube or Google your way through what to do next like I had to do in the beginning. Download this starter kit today and start building the momentum you need to identify your next action steps for starting or growing your online business. Go to mompreneurexclusive.com forward slash checklist to get your free copy today. So as a a mom of two, right, Mm -hmm. and being on this entrepreneur journey for for many, many years now, Mm -hmm. how are you able to make time for your family and yourself while running um, and, you know, getting your startup together? Well, I'm keep it real with you again. My kids come first. Mm-hmm. And my family comes first. My daughter plays travel volleyball. Um, that is four days a week, tournaments on the weekends. We're, um, Jace has a lot of doctor's appointments and things like that. Um, I pick them up from school every day. I take them to school every day. Um, and just the universe. And we, me and you talk about this all the time. Like, I feel like my life is in alignment. Like, 
I know that I'm an awesome mom and I'm a present mom. And for some reason, it all works out. Like mm -hmm. my clients work around my schedule. Um, when I do photo shoots, it works around my schedule. I have a great support system. My parents, like I'm going to California next week um, for work. I'll wait. see you there. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and my parents are keeping my, you know, my, you know, they're going to keep my kids for me while I go. Like, I, um, it's just the support system I have in them and, you know, outside of that, like, I feel like if you do everything that you're supposed to do, it'll work out. Like, I don't mm -hmm. think the kids is an excuse. I don't think it, it can't be, you know? So I just going to say that, you know, my kids, they just come first yeah. and everything else is just falling in line with that. So yeah. I can't, so it's been sometimes like, how did I even pay my rent? Like the last four months, I feel like all I've been in is at volleyball practices, you know what I mean? <laughs> but, but you know, <laughs> taking care of them kids. Yeah. But it just, it just, it all works down. And me and you talked about this when you're in alignment and you're doing something that you love and you are um, doing what you're supposed to do. And I feel like if you have a good heart and you're living your life and you're on the right path and you treat people good and you have a, a pure heart and a kind heart, like God just allows everything to fall into place for you. Fall He's place, not going to yeah. let you fail. He's not going to let you fail if you, are doing everything you're supposed to do, no matter if somebody tries to come in and block that, you know? Yeah. So, I mean, I know it sounds cheesy and I know it sounds corny, but I really do believe that because I'm in alignment that God has me, he has my back. And I do pretty much a, a lot of the things for my kids, 99.9% .9 of them, I do them on my own. So, yeah. and it's just worked yeah. out, yeah. Yeah, and that that can be hard. And I I know like for us, um, mm -hmm. for for you know our family, the support system is is good. Like mm -hmm. you know, if y'all don't know, my <laughs> grandmother, <laughs> she has ten kids, and yeah. um, we mm -hmm. we just recently lost one. But the you know having that many kids. And, you know, they have kids. We have a huge family mm -hmm. and our support system um, is very strong, very strong. Yeah. And that's one thing that, you know, I feel like uh, a lot of people may not have a lot of times. And I think that we're yeah. so fortunate to have the support system that we do that. have. Yeah, yeah, mm. we are. And, you know, it you when you don't have a support system and when you don't have things like that it it does it's i mean it's i can't imagine not having my mm -hmm. parents you know what i mean yeah um, i can't imagine not having that support system uh, but i tell people like but even with that like sometimes being the 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 control freak that i am i hate asking my parents like mm -hmm. i hate it i'll try to figure out any other way and it's not because i don't um, I know that they won't help me or they're going to be mad at me for asking. It's just because I feel like I have to do it on my own. It's this pride thing yeah. and letting that pride go. So um, it's been it's been times where I felt like now that I look back, I'm like, what if I would allow my friends to help me? You know, we all have yeah. kids. What if I would have allowed, you know, or made because I'm such an introvert, you know, this. What if I would have went out and met people and actually talk to more to people because your support system sometimes won't just be your family. 
It could literally right. be the people in your neighborhood, the people in your apart apartment building, um, the people you work with. So I wish I would have done that because I probably would have saved myself a lot of stress that I put on myself asking for help yeah. and, you know, and things like that. Yep. Mm -hmm. And that that goes back to what we were first talking about is just asking for that support. And I'm an mm -hmm. introvert also. And mm -hmm. meeting new people and, you know, installing that trust into them is hard for me, especially when it comes to the kids and, you know, mm -hmm. ideas that we want to come into fruition. You know, yeah. it's it, it can be hard to ask, ask for that help. Mm -hmm. So before we end, um, mm -hmm. I want to ask you one or, or just, you know, for for people that are watching, for other women, other mothers, um, who are on their own entrepreneurial journey and are um, or or haven't stepped into that that place yet and who want to, what mm -hmm. are some things um, that you could share with them? Um, uh, you know, something that you could share with them for them to get started, something mm -hmm. motivational, something inspirational, whatever it mm -hmm. is. Um, I would say this, um, and I'm going to use the Bay as an example when I didn't want to talk about it. I mean, even when I didn't want to talk about it in May, I didn't talk about it till September because I was still scared to talk about it. And I didn't have anything. I just had an idea and you never. And so if you just have an idea and you start talking to people about your idea and what you want to do, you never know who might want to be like, oh, I would love to help you with that. I would love to help you with that. I would love to support you and help you. So talk about what it is you want to do if you're passionate about it. Um, Talk about anybody who would hear anybody who would, you know, anybody with want, the ear that wanted anybody to with the ear, because I tell you, like the bay, like I got emails and 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 inbox like, oh, my God, this is so amazing. And I was like, what? So you so people were thinking, oh, my God, something like this is needed. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Something like this is needed. But I didn't know that people were would love it. And I never would have known um, if I hadn't opened my mouth and talked about it. And all I did was make a Facebook post. And you and yeah. I both know this. You helped me with my landing page. I had a landing page, an email, and a Facebook post. That was it. I didn't have yeah. anything else. I just talked about it and everything, it just took off from there. So yeah. I would say that and believing in yourself and being scared. And if you don't want to fail, you won't because mm -hmm. you're going to do everything not to fail. You know what I mean? If you don't yeah. want to fail, you won't. Um, last thing I would say, if you're a mom and you're an entrepreneur and it's something for you, if you're not already in therapy, go to therapy. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, sometimes, you know, we get in our own head and we allow, we may allow the nose to, um, or the, we might start comparing ourselves to people on social media and that might impact what we're doing in our business and, you know, a, a, a neutral person, somebody that's not your family, not your friend that has a, doesn't have a bias can allow you to see things in a completely different way, you yeah. know, Te teach you coping skills and, and ways mm -hmm. to knock yourself out of those negative thoughts because it's a lot of people out here with salons and blowout bars. It's a lot of people out here doing bridal hair. It's a lot of people, but I know that I, but I know that I, I'm different and I know what I bring to the table and there's enough room for everybody. So, yes. I mean, I would say that I would say, and 
just don't be afraid to talk about it. We have so many different platforms now. You don't, you have Instagram, you have Twitter, you have social media, like you have everything at your disposal and it's free. And literally like, you know, all I did was make a Facebook post and that was mm -hmm. it. Yeah, and then it just started rolling, a whole domino effect. Everything just started taking people shape. people now like, oh my God, you need a makeup artist? Oh my God, you need a hairstylist? Oh my God. Like, and it's, it's crazy because it hasn't even been a year yet. Mm -hmm. Like I talked about, I first talked about it in September and it's only February and we have so many weddings booked for 2022 and 2023. And it's just, I just can't believe it. Like, yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm so proud of, you. you know, where you are now, your entire mm -hmm. journey, you know, stepping out on faith and mm -hmm. um, just, you know, mustard seed faith is what, yeah. what they say, right? Mustard seed faith and just stepping out on that faith and believing that it is possible for yourself. Yeah. So there you guys have it. Ask for support. Be persistent. Um, you know, what, what was the last one that you said? Uh, oh, therapy. Get therapy. <laughs> yes. Get therapy. therapy. It's, it's yeah. definitely needed. Uh, mm -hmm. let's dismantle that stigma around seeking therapy in the black mm -hmm. communities. You know, there's so right. much trauma that we, we grow up with, um, and, you know, things that weren't installed in us purposefully, but you know, it, it happens. It happens mm -hmm. to all of us. Um, so definitely therapy is needed. Um, I, I have no problem with therapy. I've had my kids in therapy. Me too. Um, mm -hmm. I've been in therapy and um, yeah, dismantle that whole mindset around, mm -hmm. around therapy. And I just want to say one thing. It's just about, you know, you know, we're taught to pray to God, like ask God for help, ask God for guidance. And how I look at therapists are that they are guidance. That's the they, guidance. God, God may uses them to help us, you know? Um, so, you know, God, God placed those people there to help us manage things in real time, yeah. you know, in person. And so if you look at it that way, then you won't even think about, oh, this is, you know, it's a stigma or, you know, cause I, when I signed Desi up for therapy, the first, when I would be like, oh, well, Desi has a therapy appointment. People would be like, well, what's wrong with her? And I was yeah. like, <laughs> there's nothing. nothing wrong with her. <laughs> there's nothing wrong with her, you know. And we can't fix everything for our kids, and we can't fix everything for ourselves. So, right, yeah, that out there, yeah, absolutely. And sometimes also it can be heavy on our friends and our family when we're talking mm -hmm. to them about things that we're going through in life, because you know everyone also has their own issues. Mm -hmm. um, and sometimes they don't have, we talk about this, the capacity to handle other people's we do things talk about that. in that moment. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, therapists have that, you know, they have that, um, thank God, they have that uh, skill that whatever you want to call it. They detach. They, detach. Yes. they can detach, detach themselves from what we're bringing in to talk them, to them about. But when you have family and friends, even though they, they, they say they can detach, they, they still unknowingly take on that stress and that trauma because they yeah. love us. You know what I mean? Yeah, they yeah. want what's best for yeah. us. So they're going to worry about us. So you need to talk to somebody who can completely detach themselves from the situation without any emotional um, response, any emotional, um, um, you know, input. 
and just let you vent and it give you a, a maybe a different way of maybe thinking about the situation. So, yes. Yeah. Yep. Well, thank you so much. You're you know, welcome. I love thank you. you I appreciate me. you for doing this uh, with me today. You're and welcome. lastly, tell everyone where they can find you um, and follow you along on your journey. All right. So you can go to www.baybarindy.com. That's our website. Um, you can click on what's called the Baywatch. That's our blog. And you can subscribe to... No, the Bay Area is our blog. Sorry. The Bay Watch the Bay is our Watch subscription. Is the, yes, yes subscription. Yep. So <laughs> you can follow us on our journey. We give updates and things like that on how, how we are um, going along. So uh, what we're doing and what's next for us. We're on Instagram at, at baybarindy.com. So you can see pictures of our work, things that we have going on as well. Yeah, and it's amazing, mm -hmm. y'all. Check it out. Thanks. Check it out. And that's a wrap for today's episode of the Mompreneur Exclusive. Remember, as a mompreneur, you're not alone. And there is a community of women who support and empower each other. Don't forget to visit our website, mompreneurexclusive.com, for additional resources. And be sure to connect with us on social media. We'll be back next week with another inspirational episode. Until then, keep chasing your dreams and balancing motherhood and entrepreneurship with compassion and grace. Thanks for tuning in.